you can't do anything right. God, when are you just going to learn? You suck. You know what? I better do it. I'm already behind. Just give it to me. You're such a liar. God, you're a mess. What a wimp. Stop crying. Shut up. Don't talk any nonsense. Are you a fool or just pretending to be one? You look ridiculous, Nat. Go change. You, you're, you're, you're embarrassing me. Stop. Oh, you're making me sick. I just want to leave right now. Not now. I'm, I'm busy. Go away. Welcome to another exciting episode of Fuel to Perform. I'm your host, Adam Neko, and I am thrilled to have you join me today. First of all, I'm not going to lie. When I was recording that little intro piece, just that little snippet of those negative comments, that made me extremely uncomfortable just saying those things. I can only imagine how uncomfortable it is to hear those things. Ugh. So in this episode, we are diving deep into the profound impact of our words and the incredible power that they hold. As Proverbs 18.21 reminds us, death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those who love it and indulge it will eat its fruit and bear the consequences of their words. See, our words have the ability to speak life or death into people shaping their perception of themselves and the world around them. So get fired up and let's dive right in. The truth is, words matter and they matter greatly. As a believer, I find it fascinating to think about how even the universe itself was created through spoken words. God spoke the entire universe into existence. In Genesis 1-3, it states, Then God said, Let there be light. And there was light. God's spoken words brought forth light. And this pattern continues throughout the creation. Each day, God speaks. And specific elements of creation come into being. He declares a separation of light and darkness, the expanse of the sky, the gathering of waters, the emergence of land, the formation of plants and vegetation, the appearance of celestial bodies, the creation of sea creatures and birds, the emergence of land animals, and finally, the creation of human beings in his own image. This biblical account emphasizes that God's words were not merely descriptive, but they possessed the power to bring about what was spoken. Each time God declared, let there be, it signified an act of divine creation. This highlights the unique authority and creative potency of his words. By speaking, God manifested his will and brought into existence everything that exists. The creation through words showcases the transformative power of language. It highlights the importance of words in shaping our reality and influencing our lives. Just as God's words brought forth creation, our own words have the potential to impact and shape our experiences, relationships, and the world around us. We've all heard the saying, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. But is that really true? Well, not quite. Tons of studies have revealed that a person's choice of language holds incredible sway not only over how others feel, but also how they perceive the world around them. 
In fact, word use can influence the experience of physical pain. It's fascinating to explore how our understanding of certain words, their usage, and the context in which they are spoken shape our thoughts and emotions. Now, let me hit you with some science. So, the power of positive affirmations. Research published in the Journal of Health Psychology Review suggests that positive affirmations can improve psychological well-being, increase self-esteem, and reduce stress. When people engage in positive self-talk and affirm their abilities and worth, they experience far greater resilience and improve mental health outcomes. There is greater power in using positive affirmations to uplift ourselves and others. I highly encourage you to incorporate affirmations in your daily routine to reinforce positive self-beliefs and speak life-giving words to yourselves. Things like, I am capable of achieving greatness in all areas of my life. I am worthy of love, happiness, and abundance. I embrace challenges as opportunities for growth and learning. I have the power to create positive change in my life and the lives of others. I trust in my abilities and I believe in my potential to succeed. I'm resilient and I bounce back stronger from setbacks. I am surrounded by love, support, and positivity. I choose to focus on the present moment and find joy in every day. I am deserving of self-care and prioritize my well-being. I am grateful for all the blessings in my life, and I attract more abundance every day. Now remember, positive affirmations should be super personal and meaningful to you. You want to choose affirmations that resonate with your goals, values, and aspirations. Repeat them regularly with conviction and believe to reprogram your mind with positive thoughts and empower yourself. Imagine if you told yourself those things constantly throughout the day, each and every day, that you're capable, you're worthy, you have the power, you're surrounded by love and support, you're deserving, you're grateful. If you repeat those things over and over, you're going to lead to greatness. Imagine how much more positive and confident you'll feel, how your self-worth will just start increasing. Now, here's what I want you to do. I want you to reflect. I want you to close your eyes and just be silent. Now, when you go dark, now I mean no distractions, no TV, no phones, no books, no tech, nothing. Just go radio silent for about three to five minutes. During that time, you'll find that you have tons of thoughts starting to creep into your mind. A lot of those thoughts will be positive and negative. Focus on those negative thoughts. Now, I want you to combat those negative thoughts, and I want you to write down some positive affirmations that can help you overcome them. And I want you to take it a a step further. I want you to write these positive affirmations down that are personal to you, I want you to write them down wherever you can see them, whether it's a a post-it note, sticky note, notebooks. Um, I've even set alarms on my phone at some point where throughout the day at a specific time, you know, the alarm will go off and you can change the name of your alarm. 
Well, it'll actually pop up and show you exactly what you type in. I want you to do that and just see the shift in your mindset, the shift in your pos your positivity, your confidence, your self-worth. You will notice a big change. I just want you to try that. Give it a few days and see what happens. Okay, language and pain perception. Now, a study published in the Journal of Pain found that the way we verbally describe pain can affect our experience of it. This one's wild. So participants who use more intense and negative words to describe their pain reported increased pain intensity and unpleasantness. Conversely, using positive and less intense language led to a reduction in perceived pain. Now, I want you to imagine your shoulder hurts. You head to the physical therapist. They're doing your intake, and they say, now describe to me what your pain is like. Now, you can go one of two ways. You can say, okay, my shoulder hurts. There's some pain right here, and you know, focus on that area. This is what happens. This is what it feels like. Or when you describe it, in a way like this. Oh, I'm in excruciating pain. I can't sleep. It hurts so bad. I have a really intense, deep stabbing pain. It's burning. I just can't take it anymore. Psychologically, your body is going to feel that more and more when you describe it in such an extreme manner versus the first way you described it, which is a more focused description of it. You're not tying those extreme words to it. So keep that in mind the next time you're saying things about something like pain or perception of pain. So the next one is on verbal communication in relationships. So research published in the Journal of Personal Relationships highlights the importance of positive communications in relationships. The study found that couples who use kind and affirming words show appreciation, and engage in active listening, have much healthier and more satisfying relationships. Conversely, negative and critical communication patterns can lead to relationship dissatisfaction and conflict. So again, what you say impacts not only yourself, but others, especially others in a relationship. Then there's language and stress response. So a study conducted at UCLA revealed that the use of self-affirming statements can provide a buffer against negative effects of stress on the brain. Participants who engaged in self-affirmation exercises should reduce neuroactivity associated with stress and exhibited greater resilience in challenging situations. That's cool. Okay, now this one is really, really cool. I had to look this up and my mind was literally blown. Okay, this is on the impact of words on cellular health. So research conducted by Dr. Masaru Emoto explored the effect of positive and negative words on water crystals. His studies suggest that the positive and loving words produced beautiful and harmonious crystal formations, while negative and harsh words resulted in distorted and disorganized structures. Now, some people have argued that there are some criticism associated with this study, but it does highlight the potential impact of words on the energetic 
and vibrational properties of substances. Now, I want you to Google this. Just go ahead and look up Dr. Masaru Emotu and the effects of words on cellular health. And it's to me, it's mind-blowing. So when he did words like thank you, wisdom, I love you, truth, those produced the most beautiful snowflake-like creations. But when he used words like you fool, you make me sick, evil, they made really dark-looking, distorted creations, kind of scary-looking ones. So again, go look this one up. It's incredible. So these studies provide compelling evidence that the language we use both internally and externally can have significant effects on our well-being, our relationships, our pain perception, our stress response, and even the physical properties of matter. They underscore the importance of using positive and affirming words to promote health, resilience, and positive interactions with others. Let's take a moment to reflect on our own conversations and interactions. Are we having life-giving conversations with ourselves and others? Think about the impact of the words we choose to speak. Would we say those same words to our children, our loved ones? I remember hearing about one study where they took a group of teenage girls and young women and they put them in a room and they had them write down thoughts about themselves, things ranging from things about their appearance, their intelligence, and just their core beliefs about themselves. They found that the overwhelming majority of the girls wrote down negative, harmful comments and beliefs about themselves. Then they asked those participants to go to the next room where their younger siblings were waiting. Then they asked the participants to read the things that they wrote down to their younger siblings in a way that makes it sound like they're talking about them directly. So for example, if a participant wrote down, I can't do anything right, I shouldn't even try, nobody likes me, I should just stop trying to make friends, I don't like anything about myself, I'm so dumb, that participant would need to look their younger sibling in the eyes and replace the I with you. So you can't do anything right. Nobody likes you. You're so dumb. You get the picture. Needless to say, those participants did not want to do this. What does this illustrate? Often, we tend to be more mindful of our language when it comes to others, but we forget the importance of extending that same kindness and compassion to ourselves. We say the meanest, harshest words to ourselves on a daily basis. Lu Tzu, and I know I'm butchering that name, but he's quoted as saying, Watch your thoughts, they become your words. Watch your words, they become your actions. Watch your actions, they become your habits. Watch your habits, they become your character. Watch your character, it becomes your destiny. Replace negative self-talk with words of self-compassion, self-love, and self-acceptance. You will appreciate it. You will love it. And so will those around you. Now think back over the course of your life. Think about those moments when you were working on something really, really hard and were almost ready to give up. A big test, stepping into a new career, taking a relationship to the next level, or even something as simple as a hard workout. Now think about being in that exact moment and you have your closest friends around you 
or your coworkers or even just complete strangers, in that moment, you are almost on the verge of greatness. How drastic of a difference do you think there would be if the people around you were saying negative things to you instead of positive things? For example, you're doing a workout. You're completely ghost. You're, you're exhausted. Your arms are starting to feel like rubber. But you want to do one more set to complete out your routine. Now, if your buddy comes up to you and says, dude, you've done enough. That weight, that weight looks too heavy. I don't think you can pull this one off, man. Or whatever. What do you think your likelihood of completing that set's going to be? Now, contrast to that, to your motivational buddy who's telling you things like, come on, man, you got this. I'm here for you. I know you can do it. Hey, let's do this together. Let's go. Would you be more motivated and capable of accomplishing what you set out to? Of course. Of course you would. Now, I know you can all relate to this one on some level. Have you ever been around life-giving or life-taking people? These are the people that when they're in the room with you and you have conversations with them, you end up leaving the conversation in one of two ways. You either feel uplifted, empowered, and motivated, or you feel down, anxious, or completely drained. Why is that? It's their words and their feelings and emotions behind them. Are they uplifting and positive? Are they speaking life into you? Or are they negative and draining? Are they just sucking the life out of you? This stresses the importance of being around those that will speak life into you. Luke 6, 44-46 states that each tree is recognized by its own fruit. People do not pick figs from thorn bushes or grapes from briars. A good man brings good things out of the good stored up in his heart, and an evil man brings evil things out of the evil stored up in his heart. For the mouth speaks what the heart is full of. With that said, you want to surround yourself with good people. I want to get personal and share a story that has helped shape my understanding of the power of words in a very subtle yet powerful way. I'm the youngest of three siblings. Now, growing up, I remember hearing a handful of times one phrase directed at me that was so pivotal, so monumental, but was just brushed off, laughed off, cute little title or nickname. And you want to know what that one was? This had such a huge shift in the direction of my life and showed me the power of words. And that one phrase was, So now that the suspense is piled on and you're very anxious to hear what that phrase was, I'm going to have to cut it here. Join me on the next episode where I reveal what that phrase was and why it very specifically and very powerfully changed my perception of myself and how I dealt with it the rest of my life until this point. You're not going to want to miss it, I promise you. So... That's it for this episode. Please join me on the next episode. And I wholeheartedly thank you for listening in. See you on the next one. Thanks.